Good morning. You are listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm Janine, and this is Get the Funk Out. Standing by to kick off the second half of the show is writer-director Heidi Nyberg. Good morning, Heidi. Hi. Congratulations on your film, Five and a Half. Thanks so much. I really appreciate that. It's been an exciting time. It uh, it was a very... I, I was on the edge of my seat kind of film. <laughs> oh, good. That's great. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> I thought so. And so tell me, this is based on a true story? Yeah, it's it's a true story from my life. I'm actually... Uh, the story's based on me as a child when I was five and a half. <gasps> wow. Um, so, spoiler alert, I lived. But um, <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, yeah, based on a true story. Amazing. I, and didn't, I didn't change very much of it at all. Oh, you didn't? Okay. No, I, the, the dress. I wasn't wearing that dress. Okay. <laughs> um, but all that happened as far as, you know, I don't know how much you want yeah. to share with listeners, but maybe... Yeah, no, yeah, you can ahead. share. It's fine. And that, maybe that'll encourage them to come see it because um, it's, it's um, different on film, of course. So we're talking about Five and a Half. It's described as an unsettling drama about a little girl on an afternoon drive with her ex-con father who... And uh, I don't know how much more you want me to tell, but it's making its West Coast premiere at this year's Dances with Films Festival. Um, do you have the exact date when it's... Uh, wait, I think I do. Yes. Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Yeah, it's 5, 5 p.m. Okay. Yeah. And tickets are still available. And um, this must have been really emotional for you to make. It was. I mean, I think what happened was it was kind of floating around as this dark memory for years and years and years. And then... My producer reached out. I met her at UCLA uh, professional program screenwriting, and she was like, "I want to. I really want you to make something." And I was like, "I don't know what to make." And then I just this just kept coming up for me through my whole life, as you can imagine. And um, I thought, you know, what if we make that? What if we do it from a child's point of view? And what if we show, you know, addiction from that perspective instead of from you know a lot of films are from the addicted person's perspective and so you see what their life is like but you don't really ever see it children are, tend to be treated as more of an accessory and so after yeah. I had kids I thought oh, I want to make this so well it's interesting you say after you have kids I feel like after you have kids sometimes your backstory or whatever you're keeping to yourself kind of comes out yeah it's really true and I think once I realized once my daughter turned five she's eight now uh-huh. I realized what a five-year-old is capable of understanding, mm-hmm. and it just kind of brought a lot up for me. And so that was really kind of the turning point where I was like, I really want to start telling these stories. And this is actually meant to be um, a proof of concept for a larger piece, a feature that's called Three Saturdays. And it, mm-hmm. um, I have the script, but I obviously can't do anything with that now because we're in support of the writer's field strike. Right. Um, but it's meant to be a larger story about three days spent at different ages with this father and daughter, and then the end. Wow. Now that all turns out. Uh, and so you didn't really know much about your dad? No, I, I literally probably saw him as far as time we spent together three or four times, not counting his funeral. And your mom didn't, uh, was she nervous letting you go to him? She was. In fact, that day uh, when I came home, I don't remember anything after that end part. Okay. So I don't remember, but I, I know I told my mom uh, what happened, and then I didn't see him again until I was 15. So she definitely yeah. uh, cared and <laughs> prevented yeah. me from being um, exposed to that world. 
yeah. any longer once she found out what was going on. I feel like I have so many questions about the ending, but I'm not going to blurt it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait till it screens and we'll talk maybe over coffee because yeah, I'm like, what hopefully happened? We'll get a, yeah. There's a Q&A after, too, so hopefully people will have a lot of questions. Oh, they I'm have sure. in the East Coast. The East Coast screenings, we've had some really lively conversations, so it's been nice. And uh, did you always know that's how you'd want the ending to be? I did. Okay. I did want the ending to be, because the, the point of that for me was I wanted to show the audience only as much as she knew. Okay. So I wanted the audience to go on this ride with her with very limited knowledge, including whether or not she would live or die. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I did the ending like that. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> um and so what is some of the and feedback? And it was terrifying to do that because it's risky. It's well, not very. <laughs> very unusual ending. And I feel like um, personally when I make something, if I don't go to sleep at night and lay awake mm-hmm. in terror that I'm doing something terribly wrong, then I'm not doing my job. It, it has to be wow. scary for me to, to put on the screen or okay. it's not worth it. So it has to give you physical discomfort or emotional discomfort? I think I have to worry that I push the envelope too far Oh, with whatever story I'm telling. It doesn't matter if it's comedy or drama. I, I typically write comedy. I don't typically write in this genre. Really? So this is the first time I've ever written, what, I guess, what you call a thriller. Is it because you just felt so safe with comedy? I think so. Yeah, comedy is such a cover. You know, it's it so is. easy to just joke and laugh about things and I could joke and laugh about this situation as well you know the movie itself but um I think I finally just and I do really believe that it was seeing my child as a five-year-old that really pushed the envelope for me to just want to tell the story and and it was amazing it's been amazing to me how many people have related to the story whether or not it was a specific situation or a situation where they felt unsafe as a child but didn't have the agency to advocate for themselves Right. So that's been really, um, really cool to meet people and talk about that. I feel like there is a theme this morning with many of the films, like what you're doing is creating a catalyst for conversation. Yes. Those are my favorite movies when you leave and you're like, can you believe this? And what did you think of that? And yeah. that's my favorite kind of movie right there, and then, whatever the genre. And, and Exactly. And then you start thinking about your own story, you know, okay, yes. what... What is it that I haven't wanted to talk about and share and be honest that's bothering me? Especially, as you said, uh-huh. becoming a parent. Did you feel like you were trying to protect your daughter in different situations? I'm, I'm, I'm a little overprotective, I will, I will say that. And, yeah. and, I, and in defense, in my defense, it's, it's, you know, I don't have excuses, but I have reasons for being that way. Yeah. Um, but the thing about my daughter that's different from me that really triggered me about this is she is an incredible advocate for herself all on her own. She's very strong, and she'll just say, no, I don't like that, and I don't want to do that, and it doesn't matter if it's an adult or a child. And that made me realize how I was not that way. Mm. And so that was really the, the point in which I said, oh, wow, I, I really want to tell this story because I am not like her, and she is so fearless in that way, and then I was not. So Amazing. Do you feel like this is yeah. almost like a form of therapy? Oh, of course. I think everything is. (laughs) Just about, you know? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Have you always been a a creative person, you know, a great imagination, uh, coming up with funny things when you were little? I was. But, you know, the interesting thing about, you know, the kind of the life that I led growing up was 
you know, I'm, I'm a little bit older, so it wasn't that, that world where, you know, you can do anything kind of vibe. So, um, mm-hmm. I remember distinctly, uh, discovering that this was a really cool moment. Actually, I was telling my mom, I wish I could, um, you know, do television, like put, make television shows. And I, I didn't think I could do it because I thought that the actors made up the words themselves. And I knew I couldn't stand in front of people and do that. Uh And then my mom said, no, no, those, they they write those words. And then I was like, Oh, (laughs) (laughs) I definitely want to do that. But again, you know, I was eight years old and I just, didn't think that was a thing that, that girls could do, to be quite honest. And, and now here I am, many, then, many years later, uh, finally trying to make that happen. I guess I finally got the guts to really get out there. At what point did you know you wanted to, you know, be a writer-director? After so college? I was working, actually, at Netflix as a product manager, and I got laid off because uh, they were going to go public, and I didn't have I didn't even have a college degree at that point, and um, they wanted you know people with fancy schools and degrees, and and I wasn't that, and so I was taking a screenwriting class while working there, and I just really loved it, and I thought you know I'm I think I'm going to go back to school and and just study this, and so I went to San Jose State, and and that's when I um, really decided that I wanted to write, and then directing came later. I took a directing class. In fact, my directing professor at San Jose State had a feature. It's actually screening a second screening tonight um, called 7,000 Miles that we'll be screening tonight because it sold out on Saturday. And so we both had a film at the same time, at Dances with Films, which is pretty exciting. I love it. That's great. Yeah, her name's Amy Glazer, and her movie is uh, screening again Tuesday night, actually. That's great. So, yeah, um, and that's when I kind of knew. I, I realized that directing is really... Because I'm always directing in my head when I'm writing. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of a, just a natural extension of that and, and loving to collaborate. And writing can be, as you know, a very um, lonely kind of thing, you know. Sure. You're just putting it on the page and then throwing it out there. And um, directing is just so much more collaborative. And that's also what draws me to writing for television because that's more collaborative as well. So I also do that. So where are you based out of? I live in Santa Cruz, which is about a five-hour drive north of, of Los Angeles. Okay. All right. Yeah. And I want to mention also, um, you're part of Women in Film. I love Women in Film. Yes, that's a great organization. Great organization. I'm a member of the one in L.A., and um, you focus on a lot of female-driven comedies, correct? For the most part, yeah. It's a drama. or I, I, I like to, um, I guess my, they want you to say what kind of a writer you are. I like to write comedies that make you cry at the end. <laughs> you're like... <laughs> You know, watching the and you at the end you just cry like both happy and sad, like you're just so happy for the character kind mm-hmm. of thing, and you're just like remember this. And so, yeah, that's the kind of thing I like to write. That's great. Where can people find out more about you in the film? Uh, so we've got the website, which is five and a half movie dot com, and mm-hmm. we've got Instagram for five and a half movie, and my website heidi nyberg dot com, and my Instagram, which is heidi nyberg dot com. I'm not really on Twitter; I'm mostly just Instagram. Okay, and I want to spell that for everybody. It's H-E-I-D-I-N-Y-B-U-R-G. And again, your film Five and a Half is screening as part of the Fusion Shorts Block 3 on Wednesday, June 28th at 5 o'clock at the TCL yes. Chinese Theater. And tickets are still available. They can just go to danceswithfilms.com, look for Five and a Half uh, with hyphens in between. Anything else yes. you want to add? Um, no, I just I really want to shout out my cast and crew because yes, it's amazing. So fun to work with and just really talented people. So come see them. All right. (laughs) Sounds great. Congratulations once again. I really enjoyed this film.
Thank you so much, and thank you for having me. My pleasure. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was Heidi Nyberg calling in to talk about her film, which will be at the Dances with Films Film Festival. Uh, the film is five and a half. You can learn more on the show blog at thefunkoutshow.kuci.org. We're going to take a little break, and then we have one last guest. You are listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. <laughs> 